Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show. We're covering two episodes today. Season 2, Episode 7, The Gene and Courtney Show, and Season 2, Episode 8, Sexy Dance Healing. Sorry, we were uh, not here uh, last week. It was (laughs) Valentine's Day, so Alexis had to do Valentine's things. I did. I was in Phoenix. She was doing amazing things. Yeah, I I was working at a convention, so I was not in town, and we all... Well, the, the airing schedule's been a little inconsistent, to say it the has. least, with Bob's Burgers. But we are back with a vengeance. It looks like we've got episodes lined up at least for, like, the next four weeks in a row. But anyway, let's uh, get into it here. If you guys have not done so already, please head over to iTunes and subscribe to us there. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, then you should head over to YouTube and watch us, because then you can also see our faces talking about yeah. all the things we like about the show, because we <laughs> sure do like this show. And on uh, on uh, YouTube, give us that thumbs up. Also, you can watch live, and we do have some people watching live yes. right now. So I thank you to everybody who is in the live chat. You can talk to us there, or you can also talk to us throughout the week uh, using that hashtag, ABTVBobsB. B, of course, standing for burger, but Bob's Burger would be a really long... Burgers would be a very long hashtag. Well, I mean, we've had longer hashtags We have had super long hashtags before, but that that would be a little little, uh, intense. Yeah, Yeah. you can't really say too much when you've got that long of a hashtag. (laughs) I am Emma Fife, your host. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife, and I am joined by the spectacular Alexis Torres. <laughs> I don't know how to start. You can follow me on the internet at atorres890. Sorry, I'm just reliving. I know we have to cover two episodes today, but the last one that we just watched is just it was, was great. so good. I was going to say, I actually really liked both of these episodes mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so let's start with uh, the Gene and Courtney show. Yes, please. So of course, the basic, the basic premise of this episode is that Gene and Courtney take over the second half of the morning announcements. Which I was like, I was waiting because I really wanted more of a Gene episode. So I yeah. was like, yes, we got one. We did. But at the same time, it was kind of a balanced episode yeah. between Gene and Courtney's story mm-hmm. and Tina's story. Yeah, we'll get to that. With a, with a little, with a little Bob side story, uh, sprinkled Which is funny because I wasn't even really paying attention to Bob's side of the story because I just wanted more of Gene and Tina. But like, that's, that's just me though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that, that Bob's story just shows, it, it was, it was actually a really nice just, juxtaposition, I think, between the episode seven and episode eight yeah. because episode seven shows Bob being kind of typical 
Bob doesn't really subscribe <laughs> to to romantic ideals. And, and and I feel like every time we have a Valentine's Day episode in any like for the past few seasons, he's just always just mm-hmm. kind of missed the ball every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But I liked that he and Linda like totally connected in this episode yeah. in a really in a really sweet way. And but also in the next episode yeah. too. But we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Gene and Courtney uh, storyline <laughs> a little bit here. Uh, so basically, the teacher who does the morning announcements is really super boring. Uh, and Gene and Courtney kind of just start riffing and the rest of the class starts to laugh. And basically their like homeroom teacher decides that they're super funny and she's chatting with the AV guy. Mm. She's like, oh, I'm really, I, I, I loved her line where she was like, I'm really starved for entertainment. I canceled my cable. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, like I, I have cable. Just say, no. Oh, okay. You're just, you're on your phone. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, and so the, the, the teacher who runs the AV club basically is like, Jane and Courtney, I'm going to make you guys stars. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were watching an episode of Star Search, but animated. And I yes, was like, wow, seriously. she is really living through the kids right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, he's just like scoops them up and uh, and and throws them into uh, doing the morning announcements, but of course because it is a Valentine's Day episode, as we know, yeah. Gene and Courtney previously were an item. I know, I forgot about that. To <laughs> yeah. be honest, I was kind of like, wait, well, oh, I must rewatch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they during the midst of their collaboration professionally also rekindle their personal uh relationship as well um which i thought was a really cute scene where they kind of were falling back into uh being in a relationship with one another because i liked they kind of played with that trope of the like what are we doing (laughs) yeah and i was sitting there trying to think of just like because the fact that i forgot about it i was kind of like i don't remember if they were really like romantic with each other and then yeah and i just got a call kind of all fell into place after that. Yeah. So yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and of course it's great because it's it's always fun to see Gene like do his little Gene jingles. So I was I was waiting for him like there has to be a Valentine's Day Gene jingle. Yeah, and I want it. Yeah, and yeah, it's great. Yes, this was this was some of the nicest interaction I think we've seen between them since uh, the episode where they were rivals in writing the school's musical. Well, yeah, but, I mean we. But again, after watching that rewatching that episode, I was sitting there going, "Well, we all knew they were it was destined for love, especially after that." Yeah. Musical. No, so, totally. And I yeah. love that they're both like, I mean, all the characters in Bob's Burgers are, they're just weird. No, yeah, straight <laughs> up. Like, if we, I think if we walked into this town, like you and I were like, let's go down and see this pier and whatever. Yeah. It would just be like, where are we? We need to get out now. <laughs> but I like watching them though. Yeah. <laughs> From afar. Yeah, no, it's great. But I, but that's, but I, I like that they're not afraid to embrace they're weird. these super weird characters mm-hmm. who end up finding these other weird, weird characters, characters who, you know, their weirdness just kind of yeah. goes together. Yeah, and I can, and you know, it's just like when you find that friend or boyfriend or significant yeah, other yeah. and you just know that they're like, they're really weird, but you can jive with their weird. And yeah. I think everyone in Bob's Burgers is just like that. Like, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, obviously, to some extent, they are caricatures yeah. of certain personality quirks, mm-hmm. but they don't take it so far yeah. that you lose the reality of, yeah. of these characters. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like you totally connect to their storyline. Like, for example, the dilemma of can a personal relationship continue to thrive in a professional setting? Oh, man, that hit me and like, oh, yeah, I've been there or I've seen that before. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and we've also, you, especially you and I have always talked about the fact of that Bob's Burgers can bring out some real stuff. Oh, totally. But amp it up like 10, 20 notches, mm-hmm. but you're just sitting there going, oh, 
Okay, you just reached into my soul a little bit. Yep. Okay, yeah, yep. go ahead, continue. I'm yep. gonna go cry in a corner now. And when Courtney's dad, like, locks Jean in the car, <laughs> I was sitting there going, uh, yeah, I mean, my dad, see, my dad's kind of like that sometimes. Yeah. He'll never lock somebody in a car, so I love you, dad, but mm-hmm. you're pretty close. But yeah, just that whole, just the whole scene of having a dad kind of sit there and be like, you're not gonna date my daughter kind of right. thing was just great. Yeah. I love that. I will say I was kind of glad that Courtney and Jean decided because basically they their morning announcements start really suffering once they're but I mean, in a relationship. It, it, I mean, well, wait, how old is Jean again? I'm I'm blanking. Like t- ten, twelve. Yeah, so like, Tina's supposed to be like fourteen. Yeah, so she's like in like the middle of high like yeah. high school, and he's supposed to be in middle school. So I'm like right. middle school morning announcements were pretty terrible. Yeah, definitely. So I'm like the fact that there's like towards the end was just like phenomenal. Is just, I know is just saying something. Yeah, their final morning announcement was so great, and then and of course Jean busts out. His little love song. I know, and I was like, "All right." I was not expecting that. that I will take it. I got a little tear. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, someone, babe, bring me the tissue box." It and was he's like, "What?" Specifically, the line that really got me was he was saying when he says, "Your heart's not broken; it's just growing." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Dean!" Like, <laughs> just, just in general, just, just he's so good with. with I, I love it because a lot of people used to say like, "Oh, Gene's just a bunch of noises." Like, I, I'm not trying to bring a, re- a friend's reference into it, but like Ross right. when he was like, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. But like, Gene puts a lot of his heart and soul into he, his stuff. He does. And people forget that. Yeah. And it really showed in the final announcement. Yeah, no, it was. It, it, it was, was so cute. It was totally, totally adorable. Yeah. And then even though he and Courtney ended their relationship, which I will say, I was kind uh, of glad yeah. that they did. Heartless though that sounds to say. No, but it, it just, you mm, you could just feel it though that it wasn't, like it was there, but it also wasn't there. And yeah. I kind of want to see Gene with somebody else, to be honest. Like yeah. I liked her, but I want I want more. Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Gene needs to get out there and explore. And I think he's ready to mingle. <laughs> Straight up. Right. After after he heals from his Well, yeah. Broken I mean, heart even and especially since in this episode we didn't really get to bring that up because it was mostly focused on Bob, but like, right. you know, I feel like whenever they bring that back into play, I think Gene will will be still be pretty salty about it, yeah. but I feel like he will grow from it. Yeah, I agree. And I and I also just like that the majority of the like kids Mm -hmm. trying to figure out relationships Mm -hmm. is focused on Tina. Yeah. Which we definitely see in this episode. Ah, Okay, so let me ask you this. At your school growing up, did they they used to do this where you would be able to like pay a dollar and, and buy carnations and have I'm them so handed glad out. You brought it up because I have stories. Yeah. Okay. I know that we're gonna get into personal hour right now. That's but. okay. I mean, that's that's the thing about Bob's Burgers, and I, I think the reason that it is so successful as mm. a show and why it's so funny is because it does like just really strike those chords. And it, it hits me every time. <laughs> like, so I was sitting there uh, trying to think of the fact of like, okay, I I was in high school. I was like, I think I was actually Tina's age. I think mm-hmm. I was fourteen, and we had these things, and we had a this was a Christian school so you had to be like really careful what you write on these letters but anyway so like we did these things where you would get a a a flower um and it'd be a little card and like a little thing of chocolate like it'd be like a little thing but like I, I had a bunch of guy friends. Like, yeah, I, that's all I had yeah. when I was growing up. So all these other girls were getting stuff from like because you couldn't you couldn't tell them that you were dating because it was a Christian a school. Christian school. So of they course, would just be like, yeah. oh yeah, it'd be from your friend Tina or your friend <laughs> Jessica or whatever. But really, you it was from your boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. So I didn't have a boyfriend at this time. Yeah. I was single. So all of a sudden, there was a guy that came in. and He was like, uh, we have a Valentine's gram for Alexis, and I was like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> 
And then the next class. Oh, we have another Valentine's Day in Grand Prix, but it didn't have a name at the bottom. So I was like, okay. Oh, and then man. there was another one and another one. Because I had <gasps> six classes. It was six periods. And I was like, what's happening? So I had half a dozen roses at six. That's amazing. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And at the very end of the day, I was like, I don't know where these are from, but I know who runs the Valentine's Day card. So I went over right. to her and I was like, come on, tell me who's giving me these because this is kind of freaking me out, but it's also making me feel special. And she opened, the, there's like a closet door. Mm-hmm. She opened the door and all my friends were in there and they were just like, because we love you for Valentine's Day. And I was Aww. like, oh, you guys. And then they got me a giant cake and then pushed my face into it because they're guys. But, <laughs> but I took it. I was like, oh, thanks guys. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, that's like the only thing that I took away from like Valentine's Day cards because throughout school yeah. you were just like, Mm, I yeah. wish that I could get one. Well, and or I mean, you got one. Or you got one. I mean, that was that was the deal with Tina. So Tina basically has been put in charge of collecting the money and and holding on to the cards that are going to be distributed with the carnations on Valentine's Which Day. Which I think is perfect for Tina. That's why I love oh that she God, was Oh my God, so <laughs> great. Because, like, because Tina is such a romantic. Yeah, and so, she's like the best matchmaker. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's super funny to put Tina in that position mm-hmm. and then have her just have a meltdown oh. about it. It was <laughs> that's what I was afraid of when she was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it," and I was just like, "But but she's gonna break down a little bit because yeah. she wants love for herself." She does, yeah, know? she definitely does. And I mean, the thing is, is that Tina is very much, you know. We're seeing her start to, like, not play by the rules as much, but she really does always try to do the right thing and try to be by the book, but, oh, man. I know. Um, we have uh, S, I'm trying to read it here, S uh, Beamer 77, he says, I would totally buy five roses for myself. Oh, well, sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I have friends who have done that before. Yeah. They feel like, especially for us who are adults, our Valentine's Day grams are now the Valentine's you get at the office. Yeah, so, that's true. Like, you see the receptionist and a bunch of other people coming in with other roses. Yeah. You're like, all right, who's it for? Who's it for? Who's it for? Yes. So I get it. I've seen people who they bought roses for themselves because they're yeah. just like, I'm not going to be that girl. Not today. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, this is why she's amazing. This Emma Fife over here, she's great. I have no problem with that. I would take it. I'd be like, yeah, I'd buy a, hot, uh, a giant thing of hearts of chocolate for me. Absolutely. So what? Yeah, it's my day. I deserve it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Tina uh, really, 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 of course, wants Jimmy Jr. to buy her one of these carnations. I mean, who else would it be? Even though she did have a, a weird fling a few episodes ago oh, with no. Mr. Makeout with bang- Guy. With the Banksy <laughs> guy. <laughs> Every time. I can't look at his face without thinking of a terrible kisser he yep. is. But anyway. Um, so yeah, so she's basically in charge of this and, and you know, as far as she can tell, nobody has gotten a card for her, I and know. so she goes home, and she's got the box, and she's kind of, like, trying to look inside of it, and Louise comes by. Oh, God. I knew this was going to be terrible. And Louise is, like, she kind of interrupts Tina, and she's like, you need a flashlight? And Tina's like, no, no, I totally wasn't snooping. And Louise is like, well, I wasn't spying on you. <laughs> like, and then Louise goes, and she, so basically Louise picks the lock on the box, then takes out some of the letters and they find out that um gosh who was it they got was it uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on the girl's name uh, <laughs> it's yeah. all good so, uh, say it in the chat so that we can see yeah it. exactly Please. um that basically you know this one one of their other classmates uh Jocelyn isn't it Thank- T- Tammy and Jocelyn yeah, is her yeah, buddy yeah. uh so Jocelyn basically has gotten four carnations yep 
And Louise is like, well, I mean, I can totally, like, just melt these open. <laughs> so Louise goes off to, like, do this very complicated process where she'll yeah. be able to open the envelope. But once you reseal it, you'll never know. Comes back and finds that Tina has ripped open all, all of the them. Cards. And also they're going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> like, and my favorite thing was that Tina's reaction was... Was it that the Louise's reaction to what Tina had done was, oh, I'm so proud of you. I know, right? And you're just like, mm, Louise. <laughs> yeah, Jocelyn. Thank yeah, you. Jocelyn, yeah, Jocelyn. Yeah. I, I, it came to me eventually. Yeah. No, but thank you for that. That yes. was very helpful. Thank you, chat. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so Tina has this total meltdown and then, and then we saw it coming though. It was great. But, but Linda, God, I just, Linda has been on the ball for being mom I know. the past few episodes she, since we came back from break. She's been on top of it. Yeah, she's <laughs> such a good mom. I love and, Linda. And this was another one of those great mom moments for Linda where she, where Tina's like freaking out and Louise is like, it's fine, we'll just put them back in the envelopes no. and we just gotta we just gotta match the handwriting. Oh god. <laughs> Pandemonium. And uh, and Tina's like, we, we have to do, well, we have till Friday. Can we do it? And Linda's like, yeah, sure. sure. And like you know that Linda's afraid they're not going to be able to. No, but she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help my daughter. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna solve this. <laughs> <laughs> because what I love is no one is mad at Tina for doing no, this. No, and I would never be mad at Tina for. I bet you if the students found out about it, yeah, they'd be like, hey, you, you, you know, sure, you know. But but like we've all been there. Yep, <laughs> at least once. Yep. yep. <laughs> So your face is just like, yeah, yeah. Nah. Um, <laughs> we don't need to get into nah, that. Nah. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Tina's freaking out because she's like, man, I totally let everybody Put down. down. Yeah. After dad was so good about pre-ordering those 200 carnations. I was proud of Bob. I was like, get, you, you get it, buddy. Like, yeah. I'm proud he did of not pre-order those carnations. No, he didn't. No. But like the fact that he's just, <laughs> he tried. <laughs> he did. He did it. And when he realized that he had not uh, followed through on the thing he said he was going to do. He really did work super hard. No, like, I feel like anytime that Bob really messes something up, he works really hard to get back to it, mm-hmm. or at least try to redeem himself in a different way. But, yep. like, he's usually, like, that's the one thing I love about Bob himself, is that even though he might mess up something, he right. will do everything in his power, especially for his kids, yeah. to make it better. Well, and so you're seeing this nice parallel between Bob and Linda, who yeah. are both, like, going above and beyond and to make Tina's yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day what she imagined it was gonna be. Yeah, they've done the same thing for, like, her birthday yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I knew that as soon as this was going to hit the fan, that... that both Linda and Bob would have done everything in their power to fix it. And they, they, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. And, and ultimately, like, that was the connection between the two of them yeah. for Valentine's Day. Which is Where, beautiful. you know, Tina goes inside and she's got the carnations and she's got the um, little envelopes and she's going to go around and deliver everything to mm-hmm. everybody. And Bob and Linda are just standing there outside the school. And, uh, and Linda's like, you forgot to order the carnations, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't get you anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> She's like, it's cool. I didn't get you anything either. Yeah. Want to go make out? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, that's just their relationship. Yeah. They understand each other, and I think it's great. Yeah. Um, somebody said in the chat, I think it was uh, SB McGinn, he's like, we got to talk about that ending. And no, I'm like, the end, that's yeah. where we're, we're getting we're there. there. We're getting there. Let's, let's get, let's get into it <laughs> right now. Because how much is left? Sorry. <laughs> I was just reading all oh, the Oh, yeah. Lines. Gene with the, with the half muffin that he kept, uh, so leaving in the car for him to have for breakfast the next morning because, uh, yeah. uh um, 
because Courtney's dad like drives them to school to do yeah. their morning announcements. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, the ending of this episode though was so sweet. Oh God, I mean, adorable. aside from Jean's song, which we already talked yeah, about, we talked about that already. But. Tina has gone around and she's delivered these carnations to everybody and nobody got her anything. I know, I felt so bad. But then Jimmy Jr. comes up to her in the hallway and he got her a rose. And I was like, whoa! Stop the world, Jimmy Jr. What did you just do? And literally, I think I, I actually teared up. I know. It was adorable. Well, because his reasoning about why he couldn't get her the carnation was she was always at the table and he didn't want her to know. He wanted to surprise oh her. Oh my god, guys, Emma's five like iTunes listeners, you can't see it, but Emma Five and I are actually tearing yeah. up right now, actually like re-talking about this because it, it it was just I was not expecting that. No, me neither. All. I mean me I neither. knew that Jimmy Jr. was upset that Tina was dating Mr. Weird Makeout Bansy mm-hmm. ba- yep. guy. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen much interaction since then. And it was, <laughs> Tina got a rose. Um, but yeah. like when that happened, I literally like stood up and I was just like, this is not Bob's Burgers. I'm not watching Bob's Burgers <laughs> right now. This is, uh, I'm watching the OC. I don't know what's happening. Like, I was actually freaking out. I was like, this is not real life right now. Which is funny because they're not even real characters. And I no, was just, I I'm was, super invested in the relationship between these two animated young teenagers. <laughs> just like they're, they're hand-drawn, it's voice by a dude. I don't care. I was so happy that I was literally like shaking. My boyfriend was just like, babe, sit down. I know. And I was like... I know. And then he like tries to explain everything to her and she's just like, no, no, no. And they kiss. Oh my god. And we finally got it. I know. (laughs) Sorry, I'm gonna stop now. I was really really super happy. It was great. I need to rewatch that episode over and over and over. Yeah, this this was a great episode. Great message, too. Like, you know, Valentine's Day. Yeah, for Gene and and the, you know, you're, you, uh, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, and you actually hit all of the points of having like a new relationship starting, a relationship that wasn't working that ended, but ended on good terms. And also a a very long term, comfortable relationship, which basically with Bob and Linda is saying like you don't have to subscribe to this Hallmark holiday like as long as you know the two of you are happy and connecting in the way that you do with your partner yeah you're good exactly and I and I love it because we were uh, I mean again I don't want to get off subject but I was talking about this with a friend of mine because he was freaking out he had a new girlfriend he's Mm -hmm. like I have to go out for her it's the first Valentine's Day she's Mm -hmm. had in a long time and I sat there and I was like no no, just no. just make her feel special in, a, in your own different way. You don't yeah. have to get the giant teddy bear and the the, the no. giant dozen of roses. Like that's not a thing. And I, what I usually like to do for Valentine's Day, whether I'm single or taken, is I go, hey, let's do something on a different night. But on Valentine's Day, I want to take my friends out, whether they're single or taken. Yeah. Let's go do a group thing. And so, like for this year, I went and we went to see Deadpool and had brunch together. That is what we did. That's awesome. And that's enough. Yeah, yeah. And then I send my and I send my grandmother flowers every, every Valentine's Day. So that's. But I, I like that that. Bosberger's brought up like you don't have to go big yeah, for yeah, something yeah, yeah. that's like that, and I and I love that because it is just a hallmark holiday. It is, yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you? Oh, you know what I mean. Good episode. Now let's talk about the one that aired tonight, episode eight. Uh, sexy oh. dance healing. There you go. I was like, I don't know what it's called. Sexy but it was, dance healing. It, it was, was it was pretty great. Whoa, uh, just whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we see the return of Gyro, uh, who we last saw in Sexy Dance Fighting when Tina was I love taking. How they kept that theme. I was like, all right. When Tina was taking capoeira. Oh, Lord <laughs> of mercy. Uh, and basically, Bob is going through, like, the, the chef's equivalent of writer's block. block. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, burger's Where block? he's very proud of his burger of the day. And he cannot come up with one. I don't even know how he's able to. I thought he did that every week. I didn't know he did it every day. But in my yeah, brain, I, don't I didn't know. I don't know that they addressed. Sp- 
specifically that he did it every single. I mean, burger of the day, you would assume. Yeah, okay, a, yeah, every day, but every I thought day, for but burger of the day meant just for that day. Just like it's like it's Friday. The burger of the day is this. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes total that's just, sense. That's Not that he did a, a totally unique one every single yeah, day. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like a you know like they probably put something else up on that board, and then it was just and then like that day it was like oh it's a Wednesday we're gonna have a burger of the day. Yeah, so that was what I was thinking. But I like that he has to think of a burger every day. That's crazy. Yeah, though. that was a that was a nice little detail that I don't think was ever really truly divulged yeah. before. At least not to the level of detail it was uh, in this. And he's struggling to come up with a burger. The first thing he comes up with is the say cheese burger, and his whole family's oh, sitting around like, "Oh, it hurt my yeah. soul." Yeah. Well, and Linda again, we just see her being like, the super supportive yeah, person like, that she is. Where she's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's great, Bobby." And he's <laughs> like, like, "It's really, it's, it's really not, not, it's not good." It's and really the, not. the kids are, of course, his worst critics. Oh God, they're um, terrible. But uh, so he like goes for a walk <laughs> to try to, you know, get. Smart. His creative juices going. Which was Linda's advice. Yep. Which was solid advice. Totally until, solid advice um, until he slipped on uh, sandalwood oil. I was like, I, uh, no, I have no words. Because apparently Gyro, in addition to teaching capoeira, is a, a like, massage healer. And I'm like, I, I know, I've heard of massage therapy. I've heard of people who heal, but I didn't know there was a... There's a connection yeah. with that. I was very confused. Yep. And uh, and so Bob falls and basically, like, pulls a, a muscle in his shoulder. Yikes. Uh, that he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, you need surgery. Which in my brain, I was like, that's not how that works, right? You're supposed to just rest <clears throat> and not do anything? Yeah. Heat yeah. and ice, heat and ice. Yeah, kind of I thought so. It didn't seem to me like it was something that really needed surgery. See, that's the problem with Bob's Burgers. The professionals really worry me sometimes. Yes, yes, so yes, I'm like, yes. Are you really a lawyer? Are you really a doctor, though? <laughs> like, yep. it's weird. Yep. Yeah. And so then it's a, it's a super unusual episode because, you know, Bob is very much... As far as his family goes, he's kind of the normal one. He is. But, uh, to, yeah, to a point. In a, in a sense. No, no, in, you're correct. In that he's not... Uh, as sort of ruthless and borderline sociopathic as Louise is. Yeah. And he's not as romantic as Tina. Tina. Like, overly romantic. Yeah, overly romantic as Tina. And, 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 you know... Jean's kind of just an eccentric artiste. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bob and Linda overall are a little more sort of normal than their kids are. But yet you see the kids in... Both Bob and Linda. Yeah, in, yeah. in both of them. Yeah. You know, you see traits carried down into the children. Yeah. But Bob is very much a, a, a sort of pragmatist no, for the I, most part. No, I completely and agree. And this with is you. an episode that's all about him being like, yeah, alternative medicine. It's so weird to me to see him just be like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and do one of these. I'm like, what? No. No, Bobby, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, basically, like, he, he goes in and. The doctor is like, all right, here is what your surgery is going to cost. And it's very, very expensive because they have terrible, because they have a terrible insurance plan. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of a surgery that wasn't like full body surgery for it to cost six grand. Yeah. Holy crapola. And then the doctor's like, oh, but didn't you say you slipped? Like you should, you should sue. Oh God. That whole scene with, uh, was it Sharon? Sharon. Sharon? Was, it Sh- was it Sharon or Shannon? Sharon. No, Sandra. Sandra. Uh, it started with an S. Yeah, guys. Sandra. Yeah, but it was it was so it like took me out of the episode for a second because <laughs> I was like, is every single person in this whole doctor's office right now calling for Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. It was so weird, but yeah. I liked it. It kind of just broke reality for a second and then came back, and I was yeah. like, 
And Sandra okay. comes in and is like, oh, didn't you say you slipped? Well, you should sue the guy. So they go to the lawyer, and the d- lawyer's like, yeah, you should sue the guy. Oh, God. Oh, God. And the kids, because the other plot line in this story is that after the kids learn about suing people and basically <laughs> serving them, yeah, they decide to run... To- to sue everyone in their lives who has wronged. <laughs> yeah, because at first it was like someone from administration in that yes. school who, was yeah, who gave them tardies. Yeah, and then it was uh, I think there was a lunch lady was involved because she didn't have enough. Yeah, talk there were on kids me. on the swings at oh, one yeah, point. Because I guess yeah. they were just in the yeah. way. Fro- like, Fromage Schuster and Pitts Lopez. Yeah, that was a, that was a quite the font. Yes, they, they make saying. themselves some uh, some fancy letterhead. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but basically, so Bob does try to sue Gyro. He, you know, with the real lawyer, sends mm-hmm. them a, um, sends him, uh, you know, papers. Yeah. And, uh, and Gyro shows up and is like, why are you suing me? And Bob's like, well, I slipped on the oil in front of your building. Yeah. And then Gyro basically agrees, like, I am a healer. I will fix you. And I was sitting there going, oh, this is going to end badly. But I know, actually, but actually it didn't. didn't. It actually worked out really well. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. Because, I mean, he dives right in, and when Bob is being sort of skeptical about it, and he's got his arm in the in the um, brace, sling, yeah. the sling, that's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for, uh, Gyro comes over and, like, does some, some weird, weird stuff on his shoulder, and then Bob's able to make a fist. Yep. And so he's like, all right, cool. And Gyro basically is like, I will heal you in 10 sessions or I will pay for your surgery. Yeah, exactly. Um, $6,000. Gyro definitely does not have that money. No, and, that's, and he brought that up during his sessions that he doesn't stress over money. And I'm like, and I agreed with Bob where there was the adult in me that was like, don't you pay rent? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I stress about money all the time. Yep. So, I don't yep. know. Yep. And then basically, so Bob really does start getting better. Yeah. I thought the interaction when they ran into the doctor was really super funny. I I was I was expecting it to be totally different, but yeah. the doctor was just like, keep up the good work. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, because <laughs> they run into the doctor and the doctor's like, uh, uh, Bob, you never scheduled your uh, surgery. He's like, yeah, I've been working with this guy, Gyro, instead, like, getting this holistic massage healing. Yeah, and I love it because even the doctor was like, who are you? And he's like, I am Bob's healer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, great. Great, wonderful. And he's like, alright, but can you high five? And he's like, Gyro, do you think I'm ready? Yeah! yeah! And he's like, oh man, someone with a torn, whatever it was, lumbar thing. Uh, yeah. can't high five. Like, something was that what like it was? That. I don't yeah. know. Lacrum? I have no idea. He's <laughs> like, you can't high five. I like, can't, what was it? Like, yeah, high five like that. Keep up yeah. the good work. And, yeah. And then he did his own little theme song, like Kronk does. Yeah. He was like, chuk, chuk, chuk. I was like, what? <laughs> yep. No, no, I like. I never revisit that. Yeah. It was just, that was it. Yep. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Sure. Sounds good. It was great. Uh, and, and of course, this other sort of thing that's going on as Bob gets closer and closer to being healed, he gets scrunchy. Hey, guys, I am a, I'm a firm believer <laughs> in scrunchies. Yes. I actually, it's funny that we actually brought up scrunchies in this episode was because I remember I was hanging out with somebody and their friend who's never met me before. We were just talking at a bar <laughs> and they, she was just looking at my wrist the whole time and I was like, what, what's going on? What's going Is on there? And she's like, is that a scrunchie? And I'm like, yes, I have thick hair. I mean, yeah. it doesn't look it now because it's straight, but like, yeah. I can't do those little ties. Yep. I have to get a scrunchie. And she's like, I didn't even know they still sell those. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, it's not like, it's not like they just discontinued scrunchies <laughs> because it's not the 90s anymore. It's, they still exist. They still sell them. They're yeah. in the little hair section yeah. next to hair bands and yeah. little bows and everything. Sure. And she's like, I have 
I have not lived. <laughs> I need scrunchies. And oh I was my like, God. CVS, Target, Target Walmart, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywhere, anywhere. Yep. It was the weirdest reaction so to funny. the fact that I have scrunchies on my hand all the time. And also, I have all of those colors that I had. <laughs> no joke. I went to CVS today, and then they had those exact colors, and I bought them. That's amazing. I'm really sad. I, I didn't love bring it. Them I know. I was like, like, I wish you had them on right now. <laughs> next, next episode. Um, but basically, so you know, Gyro's whole thing is like, oh, Bob, you're really stressed, and there's there's something in your body that's making it's you really, really, his, really super stressed. It's mostly in his butt. Yeah. Yeah, which is um, weird, but sure. But yeah, that that checks out. That was actually uh, going to be my question. Have you ever gotten a massage and had to deal with someone who was just like, you have knots, but they were like in places that you weren't really comfortable with them getting the knot out? Have you ever like that? Nah, no? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty open to okay. whatever massage wise. No, that's fine. Like, I, I, no, that's why I was bringing it up because I've 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 only, I've gotten my first massage ever, oh. and it was weird. I mean, they didn't do anything like not professional, right? Just, right. I was never used to someone who was like, okay, lay on a table, right? Uh, you know, get practically yeah. naked, yep. and and yeah. massage your body. Yeah. And I was like. All right. It's like, have you ever, uh, have we, I assume you've never gotten like a, an Akasuri like nope. scrub at like nope. the Korean spa. Nope. And, I've, and people have told me it's amazing. It's great. And I'm just like, it's great. It's weird. Yep. And so watching, <laughs> watching him like massage Bob's butt, I was just like, <laughs> I'm really glad my masseuse didn't do that, but I get it. He's like, there's this one knot and it's just, yeah. you have so many knots. And I'm like, what? Well, in the one knot that was his greatest source of stress, uh, uh, Gyro decides is the burger, the burger of, of the day. But he never connected it because then know. Bob sat there and he was, what did he say? He said that, uh, he's like, well, that doesn't make sense because I do it all the time. But oh, I would have never went on that walk because I was. I trying was trying to, to think of the burger because basically, yeah, Gyro was like, "It's destiny that brought us together." Like, I'm here to help you figure out what was stressing you, mm-hmm. and you need to let this thing go. And Bob's like, "No, I do it every day. That's ridiculous. I kind of just, you know, I, I hired you because I kind of just needed to fix my shoulder, which I hurt when I was on a walk, thinking about, about the, burger the burger of the, of the day. day." And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like, and so blown. then Bob decides that he is just not going to do burger of the day anymore. Which, guys, I don't know how you feel about it, but Emma was cracking up so hard <laughs> because Teddy's reaction, Teddy's reaction was killed me. ridiculous. I was sitting there going, okay, so this is how, Teddy's just been kind of off the wall yeah. these past few episodes. I know. This one was crazy. <laughs> First one found out that when, um, when Gyro was moving in, right? he was just like, oh, me, me, it's me. And it's like, oh, no, it's the guy with all of his stuff. Yeah. yeah not me. Okay. No. Yep. You sure? Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, he lost his damn mind over the fact that the burger of the day was not on the board. I know. Crazy. I know. I, yeah. I wish you guys would have seen Emma's face. She was dying, <laughs> and it was great, but I was just sitting there going, I'm afraid of Teddy. <laughs> oh, I agree. I feel like this is... It's oh. gonna be like, is this gonna be a theme this season of like Teddy questioning his friendship with Bob? Bob? Because we've had we've had several yeah. episodes already where he was like he stopped coming mm-hmm. to the to Bob's to to the burger place because yeah. of what happened with the new friend that yeah. Bob made. Yep. And then yeah, it's been it's been consistent. So yep. I'm like, what are you doing, yeah. Bob? Bob's and Teddy writer. usually gets an episode that's pretty Teddy centric. So yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I still love his his old when you find out like what happened to him and why he looks the way he looks yes. because he used to be a model. That was crazy. So and the one where he was like house sitting last season yes. and they all went out to that. House. Oh god! And they was, thought the wife was a murderer. Oh, so that was good. that was a great episode. But yeah, I'm hoping for another Teddy episode where yeah. we get to see like 
him, I guess, toying with his emotions with Bob? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so Bob stops doing the burger of the day, and it is it is a <laughs> national crisis as far as Teddy Tina is concerned. Tina was upset, too, and I was but like, yeah, what's happening? The kids get really upset about it, and so then they decide, because the reason that Gyro is living with them, and that they all feel that Bob has changed, like he's now drinking broccoli smoothies... Ew. I love vegetables. Can't have it in smoothie form. Nah, Not gonna do it. No, nah, I mean I like to put a little kale like in yeah. my smoothie that has also like blueberries and bananas yeah, like and fruit. delicious <laughs> things that go in a smoothie. Yes. <laughs> so what he was like, oh yeah, this is great. I was like, no, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So then uh, Bob, it's, the kids, I like that they're like emergency kids meeting under the table, and they're just like, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, we gotta, we have to get Gyro out, unevicted, yeah, from, from his place. Yeah, which I was like. We just, you just got into trouble for doing fake letters Mm -hmm. for, for every little thing. And then I guess, uh, they were trying to get him out and then sent a letter to Gyro, but then the lawyer that was with Bob for Gyro, that was really confusing. It was very confusing. Okay, sure. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And that he was gonna be, he was being, it was a good looking tenant who was being evicted because he didn't, I mean, he doesn't pay his rent. Like, we already know. Like, he doesn't stretch about money. Yeah. And I don't he, think he has any money. Yeah, so I was like, so, and I, I mean, I'm assuming he has a little bit of money because of the fact that he's, one, he needs to buy those scrunchies. And I, two, seriously. And two, he obviously has students. Yeah. So I'm like, where is this money going? I scrunchies? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. He only charges people like 25 cents a class, yeah, so all so he can afford are scrunchies. scrunchies. That's it. But we found out that Mr. Fish Odor is also his landlord. Mm-hmm. So the kid, does Mr. Fish Odor just own everything? That's my understanding. Okay, because yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Poor um, thing. Kevin Klein's so funny. I love Mr. Him Fish Odor. He's so, so much. great. So great. Um, so yeah, they all. So the kids go to Mr. Fish Odor with <laughs> another letter. I was like, this is how their, you got into this mess in the first letterhead. Uh, they've written it with blueberry scented marker. Guys, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you remember, but those packets of those mm-hmm. awesome markers that smelled yep. good. Oh man, yep, I miss those. Mister Mister Sketch was yeah, that the name you're of right. those markers? Mr. Sketch. Oh, scented markers. Those scented markers were the bomb. I know. <laughs> Not to bring more 90s right. logo into that, right. but like, oh my god. Yeah, there was a lot of 90s nostalgia in this episode. There you was. had to look for it, but yeah, it was no, there. It was there, and it was great. Uh, and the kids, so it. yeah, the kids have signed it in this marker, and Mr. Fish is like, hmm, and they're like, yeah, we pay extra for that. And he's like, yes, <laughs> this seems like a fake lawyer. Yeah. And he admits to the kids, he's like, oh no, Why no. Why would you do this? I use fake lawyers myself some of the times. Oh, they're very, very convenient. Oh I use them to stop a dock worker strike to which uh, Louise is like, yeah, it'd be a shame if they found out about that. And I was like, Louise is a smart cookie. I know. Why would you do this? I know. <laughs> yeah, and he knows how smart Louise is. <laughs> like, he's had run-ins with her before. So, like, how do you forget? I mean, yes, clearly she is a child, but she has a brain of an adult, so yeah. it's kind of like... Come on, buddy. Yeah. Get it together. And he was yep. just like, oh, I guess I should not admit that to someone who needs something from me. Yep. Oh, man. And I was like, what? <laughs> yep. So the kids get Gyro unevicted. That's their plan to get Bob to go mm-hmm. back to his old self and start doing the burger of the day yes. again. Meanwhile, <laughs> Linda, who wants Linda to be Bob's br- mute. <laughs> Her dance. Her dance Her was the best. Dance. It was the best thing ever. She's like, is it working? Is it working? How about now? How about now? Now? And I'm like, oh, Linda, you're trying so hard. I'm so proud of you. So she decides to call, take matters into her own hands and call in an order for five specials, (laughs) five burger of the day. 
Oh my god! And he's like, "I'm not gonna make it." She's she's like, "We don't do that anymore." And she's like, "Well, they're gonna be here in ten minutes. So just make them something." (laughs) And so Bob's frantically looking around, and he sees the time in the uh, oh refrigerator. Emma knows how much I hate puns. I I don't like puns either. And I was just like, it was clever, but oh, it hurt. Every inch of my body. Uh, I was like, oh, God, running out of time. I would be fine with running out of time, but runny out of time, like, time like that. actually, like, bad. Yeah. like, yeah, like, runny egg and <gasps> time. Why would you put the... Mm, yeah. Here's the thing. I like an egg on my burger. I for sure do. <laughs> Teddy doesn't. Uh, yeah, Teddy Sounds doesn't. Teddy also doesn't like time, so Teddy just gets <laughs> the burger with, gets the, with tomato. the tomato one. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Uh, yeah, so, but basically, you know, Bob hears this order and, and he gets inspired and he's back and he's like, oh, it's the best thing I've come up with in weeks. And then they put the whole order together and, uh, and he's like, well, why aren't they coming? Their burgers cold. And Linda's like, yeah, uh, actually, they're not going to be here. I made that up. And I was like, okay, yep. good on yep. you, Linda. Yep. And Linda's action inspired Bob. To come up I'm with a burger of the day. I'm amused. Look at that. I did it. And I'm like, oh, Linda, you're amazing. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Gyro gets unevicted. Yes. Because but- Mr. Fishoder doesn't want the dock workers to find out that he didn't use a real lawyer in their yep. strike case. And, uh, and Teddy returns and is thrilled to see that the burger of the day is back. He just won't eat it. Nah. He's just gonna have a regular yeah. burger with tomato. Uh, and, uh, and Gyro has a class in the basement. And forgot. So. Yeah. Oh, highlight before we go, cause I know we only have a little bit of time left. Mm-hmm. Bob did, uh, capoeira. In the oh basement. yeah, and Linda lost her mind. She was like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. It's like you married that. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes." Yeah, <laughs> my my favorite was uh, one of my favorite moments was when Gene was talking about how like he farted in the shower and in the morning, like, and then to like stink it up, and Bob comes in and his reaction is Namaste, Namaste. and Louise is like, "That son, son of a of bitch." bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. I think that's like the one thing I know we've never talked about it on the show. At least I don't think we have. My favorite part of just Bob's Burgers in general is anytime the kids curse. Yeah. Because you forget that they're children and then you look at them and then they curse and you're like, oh, wait, duh. Okay. Because they're not kids. Real, like, Like, they're not voiced by kids. kids. They're voiced by adults. But it's just really funny to watch Louise, who's supposedly supposed to be like 10, maybe even younger than that, I think. She's supposed to be like 10, 11 years old. I I think maybe even younger. Like like nine. Eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And she's just like, that son of a bitch. And I'm like, you're so amazing. You're a child. But anyway, uh, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap this up? No, I just, I yeah. thought these two episodes were fantastic yeah. and I can't wait to see more of this. I agree. Yeah. I mean, so this show just <clears throat> continues to deliver, you know, like so funny and poignant and, and, and a lot of that is again, you know, it's, it's based on the fact that there are these really, really great characters exactly. that you just really care about yeah. and who really care about each other. Yeah. And that's, that's what Bob's Burgers is at heart. Is a it's about a family that loves each other. Exactly, and that's what I love about the show. But yeah. I love also that um, S. Beamer again said they are not washable. LOL. I learned the hard way. Um, not three year old friendly. Oh, those markers. Yes. Yeah. No, they're not. And uh, the candle vlogger agrees that Louise is awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah, I love I love all the characters on yeah. Bob's Burgers. I no, really can't they're great. They're my favorite family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, animated and not. Yes. All right, guys. So that is going to conclude this episode of the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Alexis, where can people uh, keep up with everything you're doing, Uh, online or otherwise? You can follow me at ATORS890. I have revived my vlog again after my computer completely crashed and lost all of my footage, so I've decided to 
but you know what? This is a good time to start over and do something new. So I've decided to make a new segment on my YouTube channel called Hump Day Lunch Hour with Alexis. It's oh, pretty yeah. Much, yeah, just me sitting in my car on Wednesdays at my lunch hour and talking about something that happened to me during the week or just a topic that was bothering me. And I just want you guys to hang out. We talked about rainy days last week because it rained randomly and I wanted to talk about it. Um, and there was three questions there, which you guys can look up there. Just go to youtube.com slash atorres890. I love it. Thanks. And I'm Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. That's my name. E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. For those of you who are listening, that is all F's as in Fred. No S's as in snake. Uh, they tend to sound the same on the phone or when you record them into a microphone and transmit them into somebody's ears. I'm on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com, Star Wars Rebels, Transformers Robots in Disguise is coming back. It's coming back, baby! Uh, if any of you guys are fans of that show, we will be back next week. It did start again this week, but we're going to come back next week when our whole uh, host panel is assembled and uh, <laughs> we will we'll, we'll roll out a brand new episode you. for you. Yep, I just went for it. I don't like puns, guys. I don't know what's happening to me. Boss so, Burgers! It's Boss Burgers! you're getting to me. Uh, I also uh, am the host and producer of a wonderful uh, Sailor Moon podcast called Love Watch and it. Justice. Uh, so if any of you guys are fans of Sailor Moon, you should totally look that up on the iTunes store. Do it's it. great. We talk about all the versions of Sailor Moon, <laughs> and there are lots of them. Uh, again, thank you so much to everybody for joining us tonight, everybody that was in the live chat. Be sure to use that hashtag, ABTVBobsB, to talk to us throughout the week, and we will be back again next week, because Bob's Burgers is on again next Yay! week. Yay! So we will uh, see you guys then. Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Watch it here, but they wouldn't let me. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.